Welcome back to the podcast, Tigers in the Archive. I'm your host, Tara Wood, the Instruction and Outreach Archivist for Special Collections and Archive at Clemson University. In this episode, I will be speaking with Ranger McCoy, Clemson class of 1969, his wife, Floreed McCoy, and their granddaughter, Hannah Griffith, class of 2025. Ranger McCoy is one of the South's most prominent sculptors and artists. His incredibly detailed bird sculptures have been exhibited across the country, including at our own Madrid Center. Granger and Hannah's family has a long history and legacy with Clemson University, stretching back to the class of 1906. Recently, Hannah, on behalf of her grandparents, Granger and Floyd McCoy, brought the Clemson Agricultural College's graduating class photo from 1906 that features her great-great-grandfather, I.W. Bull, Izzard Witty Bull, to the Archives for Donation, a wonderful piece of history that the Archives is honored to have. Mr. McCoy, can you tell us a little bit about your time here at Clemson and your career since graduating from Clemson? My time at Clemson uh, was unique when I compare it to Hannah's experience having as a junior now. And uh, when my mother drove me up to Clemson in 1965 and dropped me off in the loggia with my uh, locker, I never saw her back at Clemson. (laughs) You were dropped off at Clemson, and that was it. Now, I come up. Here's a grandparent coming up and visiting uh, his, his granddaughter at Clemson, who's a junior, and we've been up numerous times, and it's such a celebration to come up and and visit with a granddaughter and with my wife and I to do that. And it was such a different experience from what I experienced at Clemson, but that was a different age. Uh, My experience at Clemson was was wonderful, having grown up in mid-South Carolina and coming to Clemson and dropped off into a wonderful five years actually I started off in architecture and studied two years in architecture and then changed my major to zoology but which required me to spend five years here but uh, Clemson was quite a unique experience for me it instilled structure into my life and I um, uh, through the architecture experience I I learned space and uh, form follows function and all those wonderful uh, terms and then in zoology, I learned about life and, and uh, uniqueness of life. And I think my career since then has encompassed both of those disciplines. That's wonderful for a, a way to sort of launch into some of the other things that we want to talk about. I often tell students on the tours that I give of the archives that they can donate an item to the archives something that has meaning for them and that reflects who they were at the time they went to Clemson, you know, and, you know, what they did while they were here. Um, What would you have donated when you graduated, if you could have? Something that might have had meaning for a student today. Because the archives welcome students and we often uh, show artifacts, if you Mm -hmm. will, uh, from previous students. 
for them to kind of connect with the past. Well, that's interesting because when I was studying architecture, we would be sent out into the ones at the campus with a sketch pad. And I I remember drawing the uh, sketching the Hanover House when it was in its original place and the barn there next to it. And, of course, the uh, other buildings around the campus. So, And those are still in my collection. So those may, may eventually end up here. I don't know. But, you know, that's part of my legacy. That's part of my memory. That's part of my vision I have for Clemson and, um, from 50-plus years ago. That's wonderful. Again, you, you know, the history that you have seen and the changes, where Hanover House is now and that sort of thing, these are all parts of why we love the archive. And we all are archi mm -hmm. here. We're archivists because we can show people their history, the tangible mm -hmm. objects. So how did Clemson change you or impact your life? I think at 18, coming, uh, uh, leaving home, just as uh, my wife's granddaddy, when he left Vance to come up here in 1902, it was a totally different experience from what he had grown up with and used, used to. So I was just plucked out and parachuted into a, a unique uh, environment, upstate South Carolina. Yet it, it, I was still Southern. I, I had that heritage, and I... It it was um, it was a brand new petri dish for me to grow in, and I um, I, the five years that I spent here, when I came, I came as a as a old boy, and I left a young man. That's a great way to put it. So many people do have transformative experiences at college. You do become someone new in a way, you know, something that set you on your path. Um, what would you like for your granddaughter to know about Clemson and your time here that you maybe have not yet shared with her? My experience here at Clemson, it was all mainly male mm -hmm. and very structured. Uh, freshmen couldn't even have a car when we, were, we came. But now I see my granddaughter Hannah, she came prepared, much better prepared than I did. For uh, and I, I just am so excited for her. And what she's experiencing here, because she, because of her preparation, um, she's going to be catapulted further than I was in the, her experience here at Clemson. So the change that I've seen here is, has been so positive over the years in preparing students for their future to um, celebrate life. When I came to Clemson, uh, I, I came prepared physically, but not spiritually. What I see in my granddaughter, she came prepared spiritually to totally grasp and fold in her, her, her love for her, her Lord, in a way that I, I was, and I, I just celebrate that. I'm excited for her in that. That's a wonderful way to look at it, and it, it sort of brings together the various parts of your, of your life that are important, right? Spiritually, they, um, 
you know, historically, uh, physically as well, is a place of being here. And and speaking of sort of the physical, your family has donated this beautiful old photo of the Clemson College graduating class of 1996. Um, Mrs. McCoy, can you tell us a little bit about your ancestor and why, well, this question's for all three of you. Why did you want the archives to have this photo? My grandfather was a very private person, but he loved his time at Clemson. He enjoyed uh, the bigger world that it gave him from the small, small town of Vance. And um, I think the thing that surprised me so much was when he told me about, he came home from Clemson with his civil engineering degree and with the promise of a job in a distant state. And uh, he told his mother that he had a job and she said, wait a minute, who's going to run this farm? And he was the only one. So he gave up that opportunity, but yet made a big success out of uh, being in Vance and and running that farm. And of course, if he had not stayed, he might have found another young lady to marry beside my grandmother, Floreed Norris, who lived down the road. And I have to I have to be glad that he decided to stay in Vance. And he, I'm sure, used the creativity that he had developed in his civil engineering program to run the farm well. Well, you know, that, that leads me to think, um, uh, that even with the engineering degree, Clemson probably offered through a, the extension programs and all of that a lot of support to farmers across the state. That's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. He, I'm sure he kept in touch with uh, with what was going on agriculturally, and so many of the other young men from his area came up here. My grandmother's brothers came up here. And uh, they, they were uh, educated also in whatever chosen field they had. And they still came, most of them came back home to, to farm. Well, you know, that's interesting because that exactly is what Thomas Green Clemson wanted right. for this institution, mm -hmm. was to create the, the knowledge base and the, and the people who would take their skills out into the state. And, and that's interesting, though, that he did end up staying here and contributing, you know, probably in, in a truly vital way to um, the town of Vance and, and his area. That's wonderful. What's interesting is that when my wife, Floride, inherited the home place down at Vance, I was out in the um, commissary, and this picture was of the class of Art 6 was nailed on the wall. And if you see the picture now, it still has lime on it, has the white, that's lime. And that's where it was discovered, is on the wall of a building out behind the old home place. Oh, my so, goodness. And um, there's another aspect of that, that home is that we celebrate, is it has a pitcher pump on the back porch of that house. And I've reminded my children and grandchildren about that pitcher pump, is that their granddaddy, he washed about that pitcher pump. He pumped that 
pitch and pop. So there's a legacy here. Is it's grounded, it's authentic, it's based on land, home, place, and uh, it was it's an authentic place for my family to return to and just touch, not worship, but just be aware of where we come from. Well, that that is one of the most important things. I I get that from y'all being here. Mm-hmm. That family and the ties of family are always what is probably the most important, right? Mm-hmm. And I get that too, having a mm-hmm. long history. Uh, from Georgia to Colorado to California. So I get, uh, you know, that there's these touchstones everywhere. Mm-hmm. What did you think about this photo, Hannah? You know, to be able to connect my legacy all the way back to 1906 is just so cool. I've always loved history. Um, and it's really humbling because it's carrying on a legacy. Um, and so to be able to see, you know, where, where my family comes from and um, kind of where we started, all of that, um, it's just been such a special experience to connect with history in that way um, because it makes it come alive so much more. And so to be able to um, see this picture and to visualize, you know, the, the past and um, my family in the past um, has just been such a neat experience. That's wonderful. And, you know, I, I speaking about the item itself, because one of the hard things to do when you're doing a recording is that the people listening can't see this. So uh, the photo itself, you might in an archive call it a little rough looking, but now that I know where this thing was, right. it means so much more. It is, it was tacked up, it, it, it was exposed to the elements, but you know the thing is, and even the lime on it, that I love that because now I know why and I wouldn't take that off for the world. I, you know, if we were to conserve it, we would probably leave it exactly the way it is. Um, just making sure that we keep it in, in the mm-hmm. right condition so it doesn't degrade any further. That's one of the things people don't know about archives is that we're not necessarily into restoration. Mm-hmm. We're into conservation. So this will stay, um, you know, it'll go into a different box, one that's acid-free so that we're not adding anything to it, uh, you know, that could harm it further. But now, you know, it's like, well, that was a memory that every time, you know, somebody walked past it, they knew you know, at least your great-grandfather knew that that's where it came from and what he had accomplished. So it's wonderful to see this. But so this is an old photo. Each of the pictures is in a little oval. Um, the, we, Hannah and I were laughing about how all of them had their hair parted in the middle, most of them anyway. That was the thing, I guess, to do. And that while there is, you know, some, um, you know, the edges fraying and that sort of thing, the photo itself is very well intact. Um, though it is, um, you know, got a little bit of, looks like some water damage and some, you know, like, like as you mentioned, the lime on it. Uh, but it's a testament, too, isn't it, to the time it's, and the legacy. It's story. Yeah. And story, I think, is um, so needed in our culture today. It's, um, it gives depth to um, where we are coming from, and we need to be aware of that yeah. and, and celebrate it. Copies made of this, full-size copies made of oh. it, and gave it to all of the children. And it needs to be cared for. Sure. And uh, y'all are the, Clemson is the entity to, get, to do that. The, um, the photo itself, even the back, will remain, uh, you know, sort of intact. And it has um, the information uh, about your grandfather, 
uh, great great grandfather, um, I Witty Bull, and it has uh, he w which one he is. He's fourth from the left, bottom row. It was Clemson, nineteen oh six. All of this is written on the back, and it gives you you know then a a clear uh, sort of provenance, which is a very important part of archival materials. We need to know um, where it came from so that we can accurately describe it and um, you know, show it to others who may want to use it for any number of historical research reasons. I, th um, I think, too, um, you mentioned showing where we came from, mm -hmm. and that's part of our story. I think that is story, and um, we all have a story, um, and I, we need to connect, and I think that's why we are here today is to continually to connect because it may well be uh, two generations from now that Floride and our great-grandchildren might be listening to this podcast. And that's important to us to tell the story. And that's another part of why we do this. The podcast itself, you know, the immediate listeners that will be there, mm -hmm. but this podcast will live also in the archive and become permanently available. Uh, so it's it's the immediate, um, people find the stories interesting, but then we are using, and in fact, we're doing a lot more um, oral type histories where, yes, you can hear the voice. And I think that's something that's really important. That's part of why we wanted to do this. So Hannah, why did you want to come to Clemson? Oh, wow. So I obviously grew up in a very Clemson family, right? Um, I remember coming to football games. I was wearing my little cheerleader outfit, you know, all that. Um, but I guess I was in middle school and I just really decided, okay, Clemson is really where I want to go. Um, and the idea of like what I wanted to do, that changed a few times. You know, um, as an eighth grader, I might have wanted to be an architect because like my grandfather, he started out as an architecture major. Um, but I'm no good at drawing. So we moved on from that. Um, so Clemson has just always held a really special place in my heart. It's always felt a little bit like home. And then when I moved here and started classes and all of that and started gaining a community, um, it really became more than just my family's history. It became my legacy as well. Um, and so, you know, that that reason that I did have to come here, um, it's really just become that much more ingrained in me um, of it's my family school. It is um, it is a piece of home and you know the whole thing of there's something in these hills there definitely is because it's just it's just amazing. Um, Great. This makes me think of when we first met. We were emailing it quite a bit and you were charged with bringing the photo physically to us. We had a little bit of a oh my gosh we had to wait a little bit right? Yes. So I remember I was planning on coming one one day because I have a crazy class schedule this year and um, so it was hard to find the time and the one day that I had decided okay this is going to be the one um, we had basically a monsoon it was terrible um, like I remember walking to class and I was completely drenched when I got to class like soaked through my computer was wet everything was wet and I decided you know what I should probably not take this hundred year old picture out in this weather um, so I had to email you and say, you know what, I think we need to reschedule for another day. Well, that was, um, it warmed my heart as a librarian and archivist. I'm like, she's got the makings of an archivist. 
because yes, we do. We do literally have to worry about things like that. Mm -hmm. No, I tell my students that, and anybody who wants to listen, that you know we are the institution's memory banks, Mm -hmm. and we want this photo available for your great grandkids, which was what you guys wanted, I think, in the from the start. So I, I, I'm sticking with you, Hannah, for a second. You have been very invested in this process with us. What do you think about this photo when you look at it? This, the process of bringing it, we talked about it. What did you, what did you think about this? Yeah. Um, well, so part of our history is, um, you know, I, one of the things that we talked about was I wanted to find my great-grandfather's ring. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> And so, you know, this was just kind of a small piece of that history. And I have been wanting to find that since my freshman year, ever since um, my grandmother told me about it, like that it was here. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go find it. And so when um, my grandfather tasked me with bringing this to the archives, I was like, well, this is the perfect opportunity. Um, But, you know, to be able to get that visual of history, um, is just so important. And, you know, I wish the listeners could see it, have that visual aspect of it. Um, but I think that it's so important to connect with our history because it guides um, where we're going in the future. And I think that it's very, um, very special to be able to see, like, you know, where we're coming from and the ways that we can improve and the ways that we want to, you know, keep up tradition. Yeah. Um, because there is that balance uh, between tradition and you know, innovation. Exactly. And, you know, one of the things I thought that was really, uh, we had, uh, we didn't know yet where the donation had been made. There were several places that were possible. And I thought, we don't have the ring. And so, of course, you, when an archivist gets to where they need, they don't, they don't have the information. I think I had every single archivist in here making phone calls to figure out where did that go? Now, the Madrin Center has a few rings, but then of course we know the Visitor Center. I was like, you know, I bet you it's the Visitor Center. So we did track it down, uh, and then you got to go see it there. Yes, I did. So I went, um, I guess, a couple months ago to the Alumni Center where they have like the big wall, the case of um, a class ring from every class um, since you know the founding of Clemson. It's just so cool to be able to see like the line of all of the rings and what each one of those represents because each one of those represents a specific person, but it also represents a, a specific um, time period and a specific class and a specific impact that everyone has had. Yeah. And um, I think that that's just so, so beautiful as far as Clemson goes because Clemson um, really emphasizes you know, building up students to create an impact. And so the history of that, um, I'm so proud to be able to carry that on. What does it mean to all of you that your family has such a long history with the university? And, you know, if, if there's anything else you want to tell, tell us about, about your family's legacy and how Clemson has, has been such a, a part of that. It's interesting that my wife sat in front of me in the third grade. And we didn't have a Clemson connection then. Um, It was only when we were dating and after we were married that uh, Clemson really came into into being in that connection. But uh, I was in the 4-H club in 
the Sumter County, and of course, the 4-H club was very much ingrained and supported by Clemson University. And my first visit to Clemson when I was when I was probably around 13 or 14 because I had won the tractor driving contest in Sumter County. And I was sent to Clemson to participate in the state tractor driving contest, which uh, I failed miserably, but it uh, that was my first experience to Clemson. And then I, you know, when I uh, started dating and married my wife, Floride, and her connection with Clemson was just um, very unique, very powerful, and it just uh, confirmed that we were to be together. You know, Clemson is obviously such a big part of our family. Um, and so it's an honor to be able to be here. Like every day I feel just so blessed um, to be able to be here because of the amazing experiences that I'm able to have here. Um, but then also the ways um, to be able to serve um, because, you know, coming to college, I think it's easy to have the idea of, okay, I'm preparing for my career and um, this is a time of preparation, but it's also a time of action. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think Clemson does a great job of equipping action, um, action now, learning how to serve now, how to be an involved citizen now. And I think that that is so important um, because, you know, if not now, then when? Um, so I think that that is probably one of the best takeaways that I have from my Clemson experience thus far is to see that, you know, even though I might not have my degree yet, um, I can still have an impact. Um, and I can still serve where I am. Um, and so I think that's definitely one of the biggest things for sure. You know, as a grandfather sitting here to hear a granddaughter speak in these terms about Clemson and the wisdom she has just excites me yeah. as, a, as a grandparent. Yeah. And Clemson's been part of that. Well, you obviously did a very good job <laughs> in the raising of, of uh, such a great legacy in Hannah. I really appreciate all of you coming here to speak with me and to talk about this wonderful photo. We had a chance to look at the, at the, at the physical copy of the yearbook, which is always fun. I get that about the physicality of something, right? Mm -hmm. Of being able to touch it. So I, uh, I thank you all, and I am glad to know that the legacy of your family will continue for, uh, I hope, a long, long time. Uh, and uh, I hope you all have a good rest of the day. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you.